Hi, how are you today? Let me ask you something. Are you a dreamer? Are you a dreamer? Are you a dreamer? Are you a maker? Are you a doer? Are you a maker? Are you a dreamer? Well, if you're any of those things, you definitely need to be on the World Wide Web. And there's no better way to do it than Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, and analytics. They have it all! They have everything you need to turn your cool idea into a beautiful website. Are you a maker? Are you a doer? Where you can promote your business, sell your products or services, display your portfolio. Whatever you need, Squarespace can help you do it with unlimited hosting and 24-7 award-winning customer support. So go to squarespace.com slash office hours for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code OFFICE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Are you a dreamer? Are you a maker? Are you a Tell me, it is Thursday, November 18th, 2021, 10 o'clock in the morning here in Glendale, California, absolutely beautiful day, I can't tell you what a gift it is this time of year to have this beautiful weather, we're going to talk about the weather all morning with DJ Doug Pound, morning Tim, good morning, looking sharp, <laughs> Thank and you. Vic Berger, uh, hello, everybody. Oh, no. Oh. What was my voice last? Hello, everybody. That was your new catchphrase. Catchphrase. I'm going to try it out. Hello, everybody. It's going over good so hello. far. Hello. Producer Matt. Controversial stuff from producer Matt this morning. Oh, yeah. As usual, texting uh, some opinions that we disagreed with. <laughs> Style things. Design ideas. We got a huge show today, ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't be more excited. He's here in the studio. I'm just going to introduce him right now. I'm not going to do some kind of traditional monologue like you might have on the Jay Leno show. Uh, going, going into and doing a, a couch bit with showing uh, the different weird typos in America's newspapers out there. Poor people that are just trying to do a job. They're just trying to get... They get home and see their family, and they get a typo in their newspaper. Now Jay Leno's goofing on them. <laughs> Don't you let these people live. People are not perfect, Jay. Alex Winter is here. The great, the good legend. Good to be here. So good to be here. How about Thank that? You. Uh, this all began. I've been following you on Twitter, a fan of your documentaries, I think, almost be above all else. Oh, thank you. Certainly aware of you as an icon, a legend. Of cinema. Yes. For the capital C. Three, <laughs> three Lowercase Bill and Ted movies. Yeah. Yes. Three and three and out? Are we ever going back? Who uh, knows? Who knows? I don't, you know, not, we're not breaking news. It's late stage capitalism. Yeah. We'll probably make 15 of them. <laughs> was there ever a Bill and Ted's animated cartoon? There was. There yeah. was a Bill and Ted's. We, uh, Keanu like a, and I voiced this first season. Actually, so did Carlin. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the cartoon was made for Hanna-Barbera was the rest of the cast was like all the laughing people. That's, oh. So it was like Joanne Worley and Artie. It was like 
Jonathan Winters. It was crazy. Really? Wow. Yeah, I was totally starstruck. I was in like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys record it uh, together? Yeah, out at Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, out. it was super weird. I do VO stuff. I do VO stuff. I do cartoons. <laughs> you never I, see anybody. You I never, know. That's the just, new day and age. But yeah. yeah, those days, it was like the old Hanna-Barbera and Burbank. It was very... And like a radio play. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. George Carlin. Let's talk about him for a sec. Yeah. What was his vibe? Um, You know, he was uh pretty understated off camera um kind of not like jonathan winters was you you would go get coffee with him and he was like monologuing in your face with like spit flying everywhere he wasn't like just doing the vo yeah but i just mean his persona his off-camera persona was super aggressive and jonathan winters right he was Um, on he was always on right you just got and he's amazing but you just got the hell out of the way whereas with carlin he was not like that at all off camera he was really quiet he was really gentle um, love. I mean, really lovely guy. Yeah, yeah. Hi there. He was all cleaned up by the time he worked with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was you know always kind of stuff going back and forth, but he was um uh, a kind of a sober personality. Yeah. Period. He was grounded. Maybe and, not super. I mean, he must not have been super comfortable to be on a movie acting as a actor. Like, you know, he was because not in his own thing. It was right. His thing, I but. think that's true though. With Bill and Ted, it was really only the first time he had done a role. Yeah. So it was exploratory for him. Yeah. It yeah. was really early. It was just like, I just want to come hang out on set, see what it's like. Right. Keanu and I were completely in- intimidated at first because he was such yeah, a giant yeah. Yeah. culturally at that time. Um, and we were really happy to have him because tonally it was so right for the movie. Like yeah, we yeah. wanted the film to be. Yeah, yeah. Some of the names that were floating around for Rufus were really terrible <laughs> and terrifying. Uh-huh. Um, but he like, wasn't. Give us one. Give us one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was like. Matt Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It was just people that wouldn't have been right, even right. if they were, like I'm now caveating the shit. Of this, right. but like, <laughs> even if they weren't people who we didn't like, like, yeah. you know, Sean Connery was amazing, but we were like, oh, well, that's kind of time banditcy. Yeah. Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen was floated around. and we, Too young. That made sense for a lot right. of reasons. Um, and Carlin just kind of embodied this sort of weird off-kilter nature of the movie that was what we thought we were aiming for. Yeah. Um, and he had this attitude like, look, I don't know how to act. I'm just going to come have fun. You guys tell me if I suck. That's good. That's good. And so he was really modest and really, really lovely actually. But yeah, I don't think he thought, saw it as like a new career. Or I like the people now that are saying like, if Carlin was around, oh, dude. he would be. That or Zappa because of yeah. having done Zappa, like yeah. every <laughs> dumb thing that happens in the news are like, Carlin would set him straight. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting people with an AR because they're talking shit. Yeah. Carlin would have a lot to yeah. say about that. <laughs> he would set him straight. I saw this old uh, cuz I'm I was uh, I kind of am off it now but I was on this kick of watching old Johnny Carson that they show on this uh was it called Pluto this Pluto app yeah. they show the full episodes which I think is great it's yeah. not just the best of but they had Carlin on from the 80s and he was there to promote he had made a pilot for HBO do you ever see his pilot for HBO I don't think it's so. a sitcom I definitely have not set in an apartment yeah and it's not I mean it didn't pick get picked up let's yeah. put it that way but um, it's on YouTube. It's like Apartment 2. I'll and have to check that Bob out. Bob Cat Goldwaite is in it. Oh, great. And it's just a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, I love um, Bob. You know him? Yeah, very well. Well, Bob was in, Bob Cat was in Freaked, uh, our movie Freaked back Let's in Let's talk about Freaked. He was the, he was the sock head. So I, w- I go back a ways. When we announced you, there was a big rush of excitement for various, various reasons. But one was Freaked. 
And I was like, I missed, I didn't see free. I didn't know. It was, you know, those things that are just like a blind spot. Like, it's I think a it was a really 19- lovely way of talking about a film that was was buried. <laughs> I, well, Tim. I mean, I mean, nobody saw free because it was not released. But well, but people people adore it. <laughs> yeah, they found it over the year. And yeah. I watched some clips this morning. I was like, oh, this would have been if I knew if I was. Uh, uh, exposed to that movie when it came out with yeah. 93. Yeah. I would have been in uh, like a junior. I, it actually mm. might have been just a little too, like I might have been a little too old. Yeah. Because by by seen, by when you're a senior in high school, like you don't have that kind of enjoyment. Yeah. Cr- of, cringe uh, capacity. Too, yeah. I'm too into like, act, like serious things. Exactly. I'm too into yeah. like Martin Scorsese movies and, yeah. you know, but but looking back in that clip, I was like, if that hit when I was like in eighth grade, ninth grade, that would have been my movie. Yeah, I mean, that's eventually what happened is we ended up coming out. We just got caught up in a studio regime change, and, right. and it was a very weird movie made for a pretty high price. And yeah. they were like, what the f- yeah. did you do? <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Bye. Take all your shit. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Did You you wrote it? Uh, yeah. Tom Stern and I, we had a show on MTV called The Idiot Box. It was a sketch uh-huh. comedy show. Right. And we basically took all of that and made a movie out of it. And I had just come off of Bill and Ted, so there was all this interest. So um, you had a little bit of sway. I had some cachet and... Um, uh, and they were looking to do something. This was not at all in that world. Sam Raimi had been sort of mentoring us and helping us. At it that has. Time. A, I could see the Sam Raimi. There's vibe. a major influence there. Yeah. Mad Magazine, Evil Dead Two is kind of a, a compendium of yeah. all of, of those things that interested us. But it's. But Tom and I were directing uh, together at the time, and so he and I wrote it with Tim Burns, and Tim was the main other writer on the Idiot Box, and then a bunch of the actors that were in the Idiot Box. We're in it, like John Hawks and Lee Ehrenberg and a lot oh, of people. Wow. John Hawks, cool. And and then Bobcat came in and, yeah. and uh, Keanu was in it. So, uh, I mean, we had a and lot Mr. of fun. Mr. T. Mr. T was the bearded lady. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes. The, I Brooke just watched Shields. his clips. There's a clip where he, yeah. when they, when Mr. T first shows up. And yeah. uh, who's the guy? The uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Another, <laughs> yes. Wow, yeah. working with Randy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, well, that, was, that was the before time. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> but he goes. Uh, what's the line? He goes up and meets Mr. T. He goes. I think you. Sh- I think you'd be better without a dick. Yeah. That's he goes. Right. Hey. And he goes. But I, but you can keep, keep the, the beard. beard. He goes. Ah. Yeah. That's like that's a great little stupid scene. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Well, we have to we have to do a, t- a show right now. We're on. Oh great. Oh we're geez. Online. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me just say, Alex is here. We're gonna. You're just hanging. I'm hanging. We're gonna. I'm gonna pepper in questions about all kinds of things. Cool. Uh, June Millington. Is zooming in today. Amazing. We dip and, and who's that? Who's that? <laughs> a little group that you know I love and care about and have talked about on this show, Fanny. Ain't that peculiar? Like fucking hot, red hot shit, baby. She's calling in. We'll talk about when we we'll tell a little story about when Matt asked her and what her reaction was. It was very funny, very cute. Let's do City of the Day. Oh, let's say hi to the hothead. Can we get a hotheader? This is a call-in show, by God. Yep. Yeah. Manages to barely be a call-in show. <laughs> but we have Alex Winter in here, frankly. God bless you folks, but do I need to hear from you? <laughs> All right, 317, you But I know you air. want to talk to Alex, and you want to talk to Doug about what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> 317, you're on the air. Boys, this is one of those great shows where the boys are trying to find a way in with their right. drops, and they can't. <laughs> no, we can't. I, no, no. I'm just, Good luck. I'm just enjoying the conversation. Right. <laughs> Hello, 317, are you there? 
a breather. Next caller. Is uh, Luke? Are we up on the? Uh, hey, hi there. All right. Okay, let's try uh, eight four seven. Eight four seven. You're on the air. Eight four seven. Are you there? Hi there. Hi. Hi. I don't know what's going on. Guys. Hello. All right. Well, let's take a zoom while you guys figure that out. All right, let's talk to our old friend Gray Niner. We haven't seen him what? in a long time. Gray Niner back in the cab. Wow. Okay. Gray? He's back in the cab. How are you doing today, guys? Back. There he is. <laughs> Look at this. So, Alex, we have a big fan here as a truck driver. Can you hear All right. Me? Okay. He's hauling. Yep. Where are you driving? What? What's that? What are you driving now? Uh, I don't know, just ge generic groceries, I think. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> it's it's truck or is it a... I, I really have no clue. Okay, thanks, Gray. Yeah. We're breaking. We're, we're losing you. We're yeah. losing you. Sorry, Gray Niner. I do want to talk to Gray Niner about yeah. the supply chain. Oh, Let's get some low. Low. I heard that they're hiring, that. like, 17-year-old truck drivers now because there's a truck driver shortage. Uh, <laughs> Alex, we put some psychedelics in your coffee. I hope you don't mind. What about Travis Boys Boys Venue? Yes, Thanks Travis. I think Travis has uh, some Garfunkel talk. Is that Ooh. right? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see yourself making a Garfunkel documentary? <laughs> I do not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I I just have uh, a couple very minor topics that you guys might find amusing. The first is: Do you know the name of Art Garfunkel's biography? Uh, 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 it's called. Um, I should know. It's illum a illumin uh, everything is illuminated. everything it's called taste. What is it all? What is it all but luminous? Yeah. What oh, is it? What? Yeah, yeah. what is it all but luminous? It's insane. Um, create feeling. <laughs> I've, I've, I bought it for a bunch of friends one year because it's right. like, it has its own font that he developed, like a handwriting font. <laughs> okay. And it's all mixed. It's full of poetry. It's full of these random anecdotes. It feels like he kind of wrote it w in one direction and never went back to look at it again. Just right. sort of like Why not? push it Something out. Something right? like starting from the beginning feels um, like... My right second thing, <laughs> second quick thing, uh, I was in uh, New Hampshire a few years ago and I saw a local cover band. I saw a poster for them and uh, they were uh, the band, cover band. Mm -hmm. And the name of this cover band, it was the the band band. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that thing, documentary so much. The uh, the the band last document. Waltz? No, the band document. Uh, Once That's for Brothers. Waltz. Oh, the new one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. It was yeah, just yeah. A Robbie, from Robbie Robertson. Yeah. yeah. It was just like it was from Camp Robertson. It right. was like his uh, his version. The last word. I think it was actually <laughs> called. <laughs> I think it was actually called. Uh, Once for Brothers. Uh, Robbie Robertson in the band. Like, right. Oh, it was right. One of those deals. Like, right. Anyways. You guys are dead, so you can't say anything. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> you can't contradict me. Yeah. And Garth Hudson's the only one left, so he's sort of yeah. like, I don't want to get involved. Yeah, I'm not getting involved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to see Levon up in Woodstock play. He oh, was really? great. Oh, yeah. He's the, his can't, book is really good. Cantankerous this, fellow. This wheel's on fire. His biography's really good. Yeah. Could, uh, I go, well, could I go back to Garfunkel? I just wanted to see, like, how many uh, books do you think he's read so far? Oh, what he's he got that to? list, right? He's got a list of every book he's read. Does yeah. he? Uh, is that on his website? Yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, most recent one is "Strong Men: Mussolini to the Present." Mm. 
I think oh. he's perhaps uh, okay. pre- prepping for a political yeah. run. Garfunkel. And he was reading uh, Mary Trump. Okay. I've been book. reading Mein Kampf, <laughs> which <laughs> reminds me of Paul a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser talented. Yeah. Of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, how many books total? Mm-hmm. His lifetime. Jeez, I'm number? bad at this. It's twelve thousand. Oh no, it's only uh, thirteen hundred. Is only it's not as lower than well, I thought. Yeah, it would be. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. I've read four books. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for that. By the way, I'm sort of like I was talking to the guys today about Paul McCartney. Speaking of Pauls, has been he's running out of stuff to talk about. I don't yeah, know if he's everywhere. He's though. everywhere. It's and crazy. He put out this lyrics book, and he's yeah. got a Get Back documentary coming out. Yeah, and I was like. He just will, and and now we're like hanging on every word. I know, and it's like oh, you know, this morning I woke up, put my feet on the ground, and woke, <laughs> and then you know, sat down, took the trousers off, yeah, had a shit, you know, <laughs> and then they wiped me out, you know, and then people are like uh-huh. But that's kind of that generation when it discovers technology. Like I've noticed mm-hmm. with my mom, who's of a similar generation, she was always anti-answering machines, anti-everything. Yeah. But once you've discovered email and the net, like yeah. now they just talk about shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just because they can. Yeah. Mm. And But so, with Paul, it's This like, amazing device where I can say things and the world is listening <laughs> yeah. to them, no matter what I say. The, but the, he, people are, he's sound. doing like, he's doing it in front of an audience, like that's at these true. speaker series things. Yeah, documentary like, series. Oh, you and, know, if you yeah. want to steam broccoli, you know, you just go put the put it in <laughs> boiling water. You know, that's the key. Yeah. And people are like, what? "Wow, yeah. there's a living beetle." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't. I always think like I don't remember. I don't know if he remembers, or he's just remembering what he's talked about already. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have the core memories gone. Yeah, it's just remembering hearing his own anecdotes over and over again. But I'll see that. I can't wait for that Let It Be movie though. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, anything is still pretty. It's pretty great to have him around. Yeah. I just want to hear about his bagel. We have, oh, this uh, is fun. Yeah, this is a good example. Watch this. I'll take a bagel. I'll take a bagel, yeah. <laughs> Cut away. Like, what the hell are you talking Absolutely. about? So you've got a top and a bottom, top and a bottom, two middles. Two middles. So you can get three sandwiches out of that. So then the bottom. Wow, I did not know that. On, on the, I did hear this from a source, a true source. That lettuce. It's not a fun thing to hear, but... This came from somebody that was pretty close in the Rolling Stones camp. Right. I knew those guys kind of yeah. well. And this would be like more recently, but they would say, you know, they'd run into Paul at certain things if they're yeah. like in the Caribbean or something or on their private islands or something. And there'd be a little bit of like, here comes Paul. This is going to be a little boring. <laughs> it's not the most fun hang. Yeah, well, that was always the Beatles-Stones rivalry, yeah, right? right? The Stones were the ones that the groupies wanted. Nobody wanted to be with the Beatles. Right. Somebody right. told me that about uh, Eric Idle, too. Like, he always, like, he shows up and then he plays uh, The Right Side of Life. Or what's that uh, song? Uh, yeah. Bright, bright Side. Bright Side bright of, of Life, life. he brings yeah. yeah. And it's a little, like... like well, there's uh, some heard famous story about David Bowie going to hang out with two fashion icons on their island in Greece for a few days uh-huh. and they booted him out because tur- they thought he was so freaking boring. <laughs> I think they expected him to kind of like swan in yeah, yeah. and just like have this decadent wild and he was just like having tea and reading books. They we, booted him out. You know we love these guys. Come on, folks. Yeah. Uh, who else is out there, Matt? Do we want to try the hothead again? 
Yeah, the guys in the uh, the guys in the back say it works. And we do need the city of the day. Let's get that uh, city of the day going too. I like three one zero. Live Quesadilla. You know, if I want water, I'll just fill up the uh, the glass. You know, and put an ice cube in there. You know? Sam, are you there? I'll, I'll cool it down for a li- for a little while. You know, and then the ice melts, right? Which makes the glass cold. You know? <laughs> Sam, you're on the Hothead Hotline. Can you turn down your uh, YouTube? Oh. Is this Sam Raimi? Are you coming in yeah, to contradict hello. Alex on his <laughs> freaked influence? He's actually in freak, hello? so he can't complain. Oh. Yes, Sam, you're on the yes, air hello. right now, live. Oh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> wonderful to be here. Uh, Alex, who made the claymation intro for Freak? Did someone notable, right? Um, they're notable because they're awesome. Um, it is a, uh, an artist named Dave Daniels and Dave did, uh, he did work on the Peter Gabriel video. Oh, Peter um, Sledgehammer. Those, yeah. Uh, he just sledge a lot of the stuff in Sledgehammer, but Dave did our opening for the idiot box and he, he pioneered a, uh, a technique called strata cut where he literally builds the whole story into a loaf of clay and cuts oh, cool. away wow. the layers. Cool. So it's actually three dimensional. So the camera's like moving around wow. the loaf while the story's being told Whoa. through. It's genius. Um, it's like he, lost art stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah he's still not. going. He's still making great stuff. So I, we saw him, we did a, a, a freaked event at the, at the Egyptian theater about a year or so ago. And he came out for it. He's super talented. Yeah. Super so talented. So then I have, I have two other things. One of which is, uh, the, the most lasting effect from Freaked in my life is the character's eye and eye, because it's just one of the dumbest jokes ever to have money thrown at yeah, it. The other jokes know? are much more intellectual. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I saw but the it, clip. Like I said, hilarious. I was watching some and best then, of clips. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching some best of clips. <laughs> and, um the airplane thing where the kid gets sucked out of the airplane, then the wheelchair goes. It's very Zuck, like a little Zucker brother. For sure. A yeah, we were, like yeah, we loved all that kind of, stuff. Yeah, police, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, police academy. But, or but I and I squad. was like, you know, we were big reggae fans, and, and our close friend Andy Hawkins had this band, Blind Idiot God, that did all the dub music that's actually in Freaked. So we were off, and um, I guess in, in this day and age, you couldn't do that without being um, shepherded out of the room, but we would often talk in Rastafarian speak. Right. And that's where uh, those jokes came from. I like the thing that happened in Jamaica called reggae. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you Uh, you had another question there, friend. No, I'm just, I was just going to say, you're, you're always talking trash on Frank Zappa. And I understand (laughs) because in the eighties, in the eighties, he became a big, creepy misogynist. He meant well, but I really think if you check back, to the early stuff and the uh, mothers and get Alex to tell you. I, it's really listen, important listen. politically, creatively, told, formally. Did I'm, he change, though, in the 80s? Though? Wasn't he kind of old? I actually like... He got uh, be- actually got better in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way worse in the 60s. I no, right. actually don't have a big problem with that. Bobby Brown is garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know. Well, yeah. I loved what, like, I loved his Bobby political... Bobby Brown is garbage. Thank you. Hang up on this idiot. <laughs> Bobby Brown is garbage? Bobby is that what he's saying? Yeah. The song. Oh, I'm thinking like... Yeah. That's not politically yeah. Well, right. my all right. I love what Frank Zappa did with with his with his politics. I was a big fan of the you know his uh, the stuff he went to Congress about, and I th- I, re- I was a big fan of his book when it came out in the nineties. Yeah, had that great book, the Frank Zappa book. Yeah, and I just personally don't 
gel with the music. I don't yeah. like his music. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I thought your documentary was fantastic. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you know, I I have gone back to the old. I've gone back to the what people consider classic Frank Zappa. It's not for me. Guess what? That's life. Yeah, but you should do it again. Okay, I'll keep no, I'm just trying. Again. <laughs> I'm 46 years old at this. You know, yeah. it's like I know just, what I like. Just and... do it again. Yeah. I'll come back. <laughs> I mean, oh. for God's sakes, man. I and there's so much, and I went through and I click on something. I go no. No. Yeah. But. But here's Listen, the thing with docs. It's right. like you don't, you know, you don't make. I mean, I guess some people do. I wouldn't make a documentary because. I love this music and I want every yeah. like you make a doc because someone is has internal contradictions because they're not easy. Yeah, yeah. Like if mm -hmm. you're gonna make a a movie, if you're gonna spend years making a movie about someone, you're not doing it because you're like, I think their music's awesome and I want everyone to enjoy it. Like yeah, that's a, yeah. kind of a dumb reason to invest lots of your time. I finally I saw like. the Sparks documentary that everybody is talking about. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was good. And I am was never a big fan of them. Yeah. I should oh it's one of those things where I think I should be. I should, it's kind of, it's certain, like it's checking off certain boxes, but, and I, and I, do, I don't think I became a fan after the documentary, you yeah. know, I didn't. It's a really fun movie though, isn't it? I thought it was great. I, yeah. I don't necessarily need to see some of those people's opinions, you know right, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some talking heads in there where you're yeah. just like, m m move on, please. Yeah. But God bless everybody. Thanks, <laughs> I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, just listen to Zappa again. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think what I liked, what I appreciated about Sparks was their commitment to their own craft and their commitment to their creativity and each other. Yeah, and the the you know keeping at it and the consistency of just like here's this is what we do every day. Yeah, that, that whole side of it. Um, and they're yeah they're just you know the way that they their creativity took them to so many. Yeah. That's what points. I wanted to do with Zappa was like, what interesting about Zappa was like someone making a commitment to make that kind of art at that period of history and yeah. how hard that was and what consequences there were. That's what's interesting to me. I don't, yeah. I mean, you can not like the music at all. And I find that yeah. just really fascinating. Yeah. It's know? totally nobody right. like it. Nobody like yeah. him. Um, so I've, I think I'm find examples of me being disrespectful to Frank Zappa. I don't think you'll find that. I think you'll find me being honest. <laughs> um, Grateful Dead's another story. I think that's a big con job. I'm not talking that's about that. So <laughs> but the big news that just dropped online was this uh, Jonah Hill, uh, a friend of <clears throat> ours, friend of mine. I would consider him a friend, not a close friend, but certainly a friend. If I saw him, would there be an embrace? Has just been caught. Has <laughs> just been. I just say it's been caught. It's been caught being cast as Jerry Garcia in a Martin Scorsese document. Sorry, a, a film about the Grateful Dead, and that's just. Who knows what that's gonna? Be. I don't know what. What are they gonna do? Are do they we gonna... know that it's a film and not like a four hundred part series? <laughs> right, right. That's what it might need to be. But like, yeah. are we? Uh, what's Joe? What period are we talking here? Are we uh, like? Are we like late? Uh, 80s, 90s, like uh, diabetic uh, <laughs> coma Jerry yeah. Garcia. Or is it like posthumous Jerry Garcia? Well, how old is Jonah Hill? What is he, like he's 40? His, so no. it'd be, he's I think young, he's younger than he? that. Young? Yeah, he's yeah, a 90s kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to age him up. I don't know. There it is. Why don't we, uh, you want to clear the decks, get this City of the Day? Yes. June will be on in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. City <laughs> of the Day is brought to you by... <laughs> This is exciting. Steve Millerland. 
Move over to Dollywood, there's a new theme park in town, but this one doesn't have roller coasters, trains, or museums. We're talking one square acre of stuff that Steve Miller fans like. There are four bars to choose from, one in each corner, two dive and two sports bars. There's a park in the middle, a perfect place to trip out and, and a peaceful meadow if you want to sleep one off. Whether you're a joker or a toker, there's something for everyone. Visit the garage and work on your Harley or bring your guitar and join the jam session on the outdoor stage. What is this now? This goes on and on. If I skip, <laughs> this theme park is not- Try it, try it a little bit. Yeah, racing through it. Not don't, a musician, don't fly that's like cool. Eagle, you can you operate know? the stage lighting, sign up for the joint rolling contest, or just sit back and fly like an eagle. There's oh, plenty is this of real? Is this real? We can't say. If you want to- if you want, I'm disappointed that <laughs> This theme park is not affiliated with the Steve Miller Band. It was started by Smokey, just a guy with a farm and a dream. <laughs> <laughs> so come hang out. There's no cops, but you might want to bring your old lady so she can take you home when enough's enough. Steve Miller Land is open 24 hours and is located in Kankakee, Illinois, just off Route 17. Kankakee. Huh? It's okay. Kankakee, Illinois. All right, turn it up, dude. That's Steve Miller Land. I like when I slave over an ad. Huh? I just I just got an alert. Uh, Donald June Donald Trump Jr. is back on Cameo today. <laughs> he was. What do you mean he was off? He I was guess banned? he was done with it. Yeah, now it's now they said he's, he's back. Like, have he's you back seen these videos of him where he's like this? <laughs> yeah, oh, they're all like yeah, they, had to, they had to yeah. pull him down. Yeah, fully <laughs> closed. Yeah. Fully closed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it's> just, <laughs> all right, you're live. Hunter Biden, man. <laughs> or he's in the middle of a lake by himself. <laughs> Is he still with that? What's her name? I think so. There's yeah. Kim Guilfoyle. Kim, yeah. yeah. Kim Guilfoyle. There's yeah. still. Yeah. Do you think she's slept with she the big loves man him, himself? Right. Think Clearly. She's... She loves him. She loves him, but do you yeah. think yeah. she's it's slept just with about the... love? I think. Yeah. Do you think she slept with the big man? <laughs> Many. Yeah. Of those. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 give her oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let's clear chance. We got to get our city of the day. City of the day is Eric Nooner. Uh, Auburn, Kansas. Who now? <laughs> Auburn, Kansas. Right. Auburn, Kansas. There you go, folks. Right in the center of the country. That's God's country. That's corn country. It sure is. <laughs> where, is it, where is it in the state? Uh, it's northeast, so a little bit near Topeka. So right off of I-70. Um, got about a town of 1,000 people. We got eight churches, so... <laughs> Always something to do on Wait, Sunday. You have a thousand people in eight churches. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, it's and great. Hughes be field. What uh, uh, what particular affiliation are you associated with? Um, I am not. I'm an ex Mormon, so oh, huh. uh, I do not attend. Do you? What do you do out there in Auburn, uh, Kansas? Uh, I hang out uh, at the gas station and I work. Um, and just really enjoy the small town life, you know. There's what do you do is work for work? <clears throat> uh, I'm an automotive journalist. So I write about cars and uh, oh, that's cool and things like that. It's what, great. What's the future of the automobile looking like these days? What are we What are we excited about out there? Who's got the brand uh, new car? There, that there's a lot needs? of talk about all this uh, EV and electric stuff, but I'd uh, I'd like to see us go back to steam. Steam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, is, that a, is that a viable thing? Is that some somebody looking into that? I'm not sure. Uh, I, I've been trying to get a hold of Elon. He hasn't returned my calls. I um, wonder if uh, 
I wonder if we're talking to a credible journalist here. Well, I, don't I, know. I see a uh, diploma in the back there. What's the diploma you got there? Uh, I have a degree in English. There we go. So, so. Okay. The real deal. What about a solar car? I think that's, I saw one of these solar cars that looks pretty neat. <clears throat> Wait, for real? Yeah. This- I think solar could be an option, but you don't want to deplete the sun of its energy. You don't uh, which is exactly what these, what these, what these not, solar panels are doing. That is not a concern I have. <laughs> there's only a finite amount of sun. <laughs> that's like when Trump was saying there's a finite amount of energy yeah. in your body. And so if you, you – that's why he doesn't work out because he's yeah. like when you work out, you're depleting energy and there's no way to repair it. And the other thing was he was flapping his hands so much during speeches that that's his workout. <laughs> finite <laughs> amount like, of, of time yeah. that Donald can spend on cameo. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thank you for supplying us with the city of the day. Any questions for Thank Alex you know. Winter? Uh, no, I did. Um, in high school, actually, in German class, we did watch uh, Ted and Bill's Excellent Adventure. I'm not sure. Excuse You know what? Have you ever yeah, heard it's, it's, it's Bill and Ted's <laughs> yeah, Excellent yeah. Adventure. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That, hey, that did they name fault. that theater in New York after you? I know you're a Broadway guy. The Winter, the Winter Theater. The the Bill Garden. Is that where? <laughs> Isn't that where Cass yeah. was always at? The I saw the I saw the premiere of Cass at the Winter Garden, the really? very first show. Wow! And I'm still bathing my eyes in acid. <laughs> there was that joke uh, that Norm Macdonald had about. He said, uh, t- "You know, this uh, weekend." Uh, commemorates the 10th anniversary of cats being on Broadway and also the 10th anniversary of guys going to their wife. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I don't like it. Excruciating. The movie. Did you see the movie, Cats? No. I oh, saw, you got to see it. I've not seen Cats again after seeing it at the Winter Garden. You got to see that movie. It's wild. Whatever year that was. Do some edibles and watch that, uh, that movie. It's fantastic. It's, it's a but trip. I'm glad your German class was showing Ted and Bill. That's <laughs> that awesome. is a disgrace. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> I, I'm extremely sorry, and I hope that I hope that you can accept that apology. I, I can, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Off right, clear the decks. Do we have our? Uh, you know, I she's just, not. She, is she having cold feet? Of all the know. films, why would the German class show that? I, that's where I was going, but I kind of <laughs> lost interest. Yeah, in the yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was the <laughs> German overdub. Hey, Vera Drew's up here <clears throat> at the Zoom. Should we say there hi to go? Vera if she's interested? I don't know. She might be busy. How could she not be? I don't, she want to say hi real quick. Hey, Vera. Hello. Hello. What are you, Vic Berger? Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi, Hello, everybody. Vic got that from me. That's <laughs> true. Making uh, fun of me when he does that. I'll uh, stop then. What's happening? Nothing much. I'm actually working on your show right now. Oh, yeah? It's, uh, uh, episode no. nine? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Big say one. anything. I won't. People let's just, do not know what they're in for. Let's just say how good Deck of Cards was last night and Exposed, which you were both responsible for. And uh, just a high yeah. watermark, I think, for us. I think, yeah. I mean, I think Exposed is like my favorite on cinema thing that I've worked on. It's been it's been really cool seeing, <laughs> seeing screenshots. I like forgot how dumb it was until this morning when I saw like screenshots of giant frogs and like spaceships. And stuff yeah, my- no, it's so packed. I kind of rem- I remember we shot it uh, very very efficiently because you'll see that there's lots of. It's basically you figured out once you have a teleprompter, you can kind of fly through stuff. You know right. what I mean? You just go like tracking in one after another and. Uh, we were laughing so hard when we were just, and I thought like, well, this is going to be so easy to, for you to edit. It's going to just come together so quickly. But then you go over, not overboard, but you go 
kitchen sink with the edit with all the graphics and but like it's a full on you got to see this it's like a spoof of uh unsolved mysteries or something but that's right it's all we did is just take wikipedia entries from you know ufos or whatever and just paste it into a tele into a teleprompter and so you're getting all that stuff that's in wikipedia's which like just the year and like the just you know converting from from uh, metric to box, standard. The box like, office returns on the adaptation of Whitley Strieber's uh, communion. Yeah, just <laughs> not just filler, just just full on filler. Yeah. Uh, what's happening with the people's Joker? Um. Well, uh, I started showing it to people. Um. I screened it a couple weeks ago. Greg. And Greg gave me a report that it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like it's. I mean, you know me, I, I hate myself, so I'm not right. bragging uh, <laughs> here, but like the, the general consensus is like, I don't know how you did this and this is going to be huge. Like what the fuck is right. So That's yeah, great. It's, well, it's where I'm at right now. Just trying to, just trying to finish it. You so. got to finish it, get over the hump. Any, uh, do you want need any advice from Alex? Uh, no, I, well, I mean, sure. I just wanted to say I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank uh, that, you. That was why I tuned into the zoom today. Uh, <laughs> huge fan. I like Bill and Ted three was like literally like the high water mark of last year for me. Like just oh, felt like a terrible so year. Healing. It was, yeah. You know. It was a high water mark of a toilet bowl <laughs> of the <a> year. <laughs> but I really appreciate that. Thank you. Vera, um, yeah. I have June Millington standing by from the legendary rock group Fanny, so I must say goodbye to you. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Check out Vera Drew Twitter. on Twitter and everywhere else. One of the greats. And now I'd like to welcome to the show a true honor. I'm fully, I think I'm actually very, quite nervous, so you might have to help me out, Alex. All right. Because June Millington from Fanny and, and life itself is here. <laughs> <laughs> June, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can. I can oh, hear wow. you. I can see you. You're actually in a recording studio. What are you working on? Uh, oh, gosh, a whole bunch of stuff. <clears throat> I have a new album coming out soon. And, of course, of course, the whole Fanny thing is exploding. We'll be on Bill Burr's Thanksgiving show of F is for Family, oh. animated Fanny. That, really? <laughs> wow. How did that come about? He's a big fan. He has is. A yeah, and he had his people contact us. Well, I, that's not fair. I want to be the big fan <laughs> in the world. I don't, I don't like this. I don't want to be on the Bill no Burr bandwagon. Yeah, man, get on it, get on it. Well, I, you know, where do I begin? So you're, uh, is that your studio or is that, like, what's, where are I'm we? I'm in my studio right now. Oh, it, can I, I want to come in and track some stuff with you. Yeah, you should. You really should. We're in, we're in Massachusetts. And we have an SSL board. We have two ISO booths, two studios, a performance area. It's really quite grand. It's who, the magical kingdom. Who and so do you? You have people come in through there. Like you have bands come in, right. and you, you're an active yeah. studio. Perform and record, and we do rock and roll girls camps in the summer. It's a oh. big deal. It's a it's a like a million dollar facility. Wow. After we moved in here, um, right after nine eleven, and we started to convert everything, put up yurts, and you know, wow, I, I, do the whole magic thing. What are we like, Western Mass? What, yes. Yeah. yeah. In the mountains so we're twenty there. minutes from Smith College. If you can think of it that way, that way, mm -hmm. the five colleges area: uh -huh. Amherst, Smith. Oh UMass, my God! Right. 
This is where I'm doing my next album. Yeah, that sounds pretty magical. You really should. It would be a blast. Oh, oh my God. I believe, I, some days I feel like I am dying, and this is, there's like a make the like a make a wish foundation vibe right. going on. You know, like because I just like I I don't know. I have to tell. I'll tell you my story with Fanny, and then we can talk about your story with Fanny, which is much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I never heard of. Fanny growing up, and I'm a big classic rock guy. I'm a big Beatles freak, and I grew up listening to classic rock radio. And then a few years ago, you got the DVDs. I got the, uh, I got the, um, sorry, you just, uh, some, uh, your camera went off, but that's. Did okay. I just go off? Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my goodness! How did that happen? That's okay. We can still hear uh, you. Okay. All right. Great. But uh, up on YouTube showed up all these Beat Club. Is it Beat Club? Yeah, yeah, the Beat German, Club. Yeah, so Ain't That Peculiar came up in my uh, feed, in my algorithm. And it just, it uh -huh. like, just knocked me out. Because I was like, who the F are these <laughs> girls, young ladies? <laughs> <laughs> this is cooking. And yeah. it's so good. And I love that, the. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but... I love that those videos kind of feature the before the performance, seeing you guys uh -huh. talking a little bit and like. Well, in the old days, those were the outtakes, but now they're just throwing in everything and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you feel uh, weird about that or you don't care? Um, you know, I kind of appreciate that guy who like focused on my feet. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know, it's <laughs> also my. Tarantino directing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm part Chinese and I know that Chinese are fixated on feet. So I'm right. like, huh, that's. For me, very cultural. <laughs> well, what was really trippy for me was, uh, you know, I don't know if you know me. I uh, I had a sketch comedy show many years. Alex, a fan, as he told me, but we had a, a one of our more well known sketches was a sketch called Petite Feet, and it was about uh, how there's a guy with petite feet, and he's a guy with small feet, and in that video. There's a shot of your feet, and you hear somebody <laughs> off camera going, petite feet. And it felt like one of those things where I was like, what Wait is, is, is the, uh, is, is like the universe collapsing into ourselves or something? But well, I guess it's always got to be something in our Western culture. I think it's best. Yes. I'm just a guess, just a guess. But, so, you know. Can you just talk a little, I mean, so there's a documentary out about you guys, or it's coming out, yeah. or is it, is it out? It's called, yes. Well, it's out in the uh, film fest circuit. Okay. So that's, I guess, how it starts out. It just showed in New York, and I was down there for that. Alex Winter uh, didn't direct yeah. it, did he? Nope. No. Nah, okay. I wish I had. He did no. a Zap, he directed a Zappa documentary. You ever run into that guy oh, out there? I haven't seen it, but Zappa was a good friend of ours. In fact, he wanted to sign us, but we were already taken. His yeah, lawyer I could was see that. Cool. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, I loved him. I loved him. I love Frank. Yeah. That's nice. Great. Well, he, you can... was, he was a complete gentleman, and that's the thing I always say. Frank Zappa was a gentleman, regardless of what you sure. would think. Well, you know, it can't happen here. It can't. It sounded so zany. But this guy was a prince among men. He really was. That's I good would to agree. Hear. Yeah. See the doc. I'd love for you to see it. Yeah. Okay. I would love yeah. to. Yeah. So, how did you guys uh, start? Like, what was the what's the origin story for Fanny? The origin story is Jean and I were in high school, and um, she had a friend, a boyfriend, actually, had a surf band. We were with two other girls playing acoustic guitars, you know, Heat Wave on four acoustic guitars, which, uh -huh. by the way, <laughs> were great. Heat Wave! Oh, oh, my God. 
Is this so, where where um, are you in the country? Where are you? Sacramento. So we moved from Manila to Sacramento in nineteen sixty one, and that was tough. But music that music bug bit, and next thing you know, we're playing in between the surf band sets and bowling alleys. You know, wow. like that. Yeah. Now we were, you know, and um, and then we all found out about this gig that everyone could audition for. See, we we were using their equipment. So we all auditioned on their equipment, and the girls got the gig. So at that point, we had to get our own stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this was late 1964. So the, there that couldn't have been it. a lot of girl groups playing rock and roll. No, there were none. None. There were none that we knew of. So, you know, we had to make up our own frame because there was no framework. for it. We'd turn on the TV, and there were, you know, the Supremes, but they weren't playing their own instruments. I mean, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah, yeah. We played our own instruments, and we learned how to play really well. And, uh, you know, we were exposed to the psychedelic thing, yeah. right? Up by San Francisco, I went to UC Davis, I went to UC Berkeley. Mm. And so we were very, you know, Sproul Hall and the whole thing. We're very exposed to that. I saw Jimi Hendrix with the bills around his ankles. Gosh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> As a girl, I love the bells around his ankles. So I made sure I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, by the time we got by the time we got down to L.A., um, you know, we could play, but we didn't know how to record. And in steps Richard Perry. And he's the guy who taught Richard us Richard Perry. Oh, my God. Another yeah, monster yeah, of the business. The first, yeah, three albums. And then Todd Rundgren did the fourth. Amazing. Wow. Mm, wow. Well, you didn't know that. Where have you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, this is my... We're playing catch-up. back Barbara Streisand on two songs on the Barbara album, which Richard produced. And we wow. did that night. Seventy-one. Was, yeah. Was Rundgren uh, difficult to work with? Um, you know, he was a bit of a king. You know, yeah. well, all you guys, you're all kings, right? You're yeah, all yeah. wonderful. <laughs> you. I'm yeah. easy to work with, king right? Tim. Right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to work. Um, he just wanted to hang in there. I think he did a good job. Um, and we got into the spirit of it. You know, there are photos of us. Alice was too hot in the studio, so she took off her top, uh -huh. and of course. The red Put pasties on our breasts, so then we all put pasties on. Our <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun with him, with him as it turned out, and, and he did a good album, you know. Yeah. So we have a good track record. It's just I don't know what happened. I think the society just was not ready to admit that girls could play as good as guys. Because by the time we got down to L.A., there I met Lowell George, one of my best friends. Yeah. He's still, he's here right now. Um, Skunk Baxter, yeah, Jesse. Davis. Oh my you know, God, Jesse Ed Davis. He's on all those John Lennon records, yeah, right? Well, he was one of my really good friends who'd come over to Fanny Hill with his wife, and we would jam. You know, it was it wasn't like he'd say, "I'm going to teach you this," or I'd say, "Blah blah blah." We just sat around and jam. You know, right. and Randall, uh, who you probably know, played the solo in really in the years. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so signature. Yeah, all those guys were really really good. To me, and they knew I needed a mentor. They were all equal mentors. Huh. Well, you were such a great player. I mean, just the clips I've seen, like your slide work is so nice and tasty, and you're also holding, you're singing, and like um, my issue, my, my question, I guess, is, and this is a, I hate, I don't like this question. I think, I spit it out. But it, <laughs> what frustrates me is why didn't I know about Fanny? Why wasn't Fanny on the goddamn classic rock radio, like? You guys were as good, if not better, than a lot of the... And I guess it's what you're saying. People weren't ready for this, you know, female... I think that's what it is. That is the oh. only thing I can figure out. You know, I left the band in 73, but, you know, they didn't need to stop playing the records or talking about us. No. Patty Quattro. Susie exactly. Quattro 
sister joined the band, and Brie Barry, who had been in the Svelte, she came back in, and they had their biggest hit, the Gene song, Butter Boy, which we did in Sunday, by the way, in New York. Uh-huh. So there is no other reason than the fact that the boys just couldn't give up. And, and let's, let's don't forget, girls weren't allowed to speak back then. So after our sets, all these kids would come running to the stage, and the boys would be ahead of the girls. They were the ones who would talk to us about how much they loved us. The girls didn't say a word. <laughs> right. You could see it in their eyes, right? Right. But they did it. They weren't allowed to uh, express themselves towards Fanny the way they could towards the Beatles. You know that line yeah. uh, after they played at the Ed Sullivan Theater and the guy cleaning up, you know, afterwards, somebody said, how was the show? He said, there wasn't a dry seat in the house. Girls <laughs> 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 couldn't, you know, express themselves. Yeah. Towards Fanny, yeah, you know, in a way that was really positive. Had they been able to do that, I think that would have made all the difference in the world. And I'm hoping now that they will. Well, they do to me because they write to me every day, you know, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. The music lives on. By the hundreds, yeah. It's truly amazing that we did have that impact. You know, and Felicia Collins, who um, played on the David Letterman show all those years. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she told me she was about five or six and she's like toddling in front of the tv and she sees fanny on the midnight hour or whatever right. midnight special and uh she points at the tv and she says i want to do that it's like the, it's like the velvet underground thing where like you know you might not have been as big as led zeppelin but the people that saw you probably you influenced their lives in a major way they went on to play yeah. music and think and about I, I being a woman in a different way yeah, I read a comment under uh, Ain't That Peculiar when it first came out from the Beat Club, and this guy writes and goes, oh, real music, you know, it was, oh, my God, and he says, oh, my God, but that was 1971, it was crushed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he thought somebody had finally come out whom he could dig his teeth into, and he could, except we were no more. <laughs> right, well, I mean, you could almost, like, there could easily be a band vibing off of that, that style of, you know, the, like, women, like... Because part of your brain is sort of just like, well, that can't be 1971. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine women of color, all uh, women playing yeah. rock and roll so like confidently, uh, just the best. You know, but we trained on Motown, all those backup parts. We knew how to do that before yeah. we mm. got to LA. You know, and that's a really important factor that I think people forget. They should learn those backup parts. Right. They should do things where they're doing mid, uh, Midnight Hour and Motown and. Uh, you know, Mavis Staples, excuse me, and all right. that stuff yeah. to get that under their belt and get it in their DNA because that's that is American music. That's what we were playing. We were playing pure man, and I still think that's our biggest import, biggest and best imports. Yeah, yeah, uh, exports. <laughs> exports. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then import it back through the Rolling Stones, Stones or whomever. So you got a new album. You're gonna come. You have a new album coming out. I do, and um, is it rock and roll? Is it like what is it? Well, it's it's all of the above. It's called Snapshots. It's got a song called uh, "The Ballad of Fanny" that I did a demo of while Fanny was happening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you know the guitarist Earl Slick? Have you ever heard of sure. him? Yeah, oh, Alex knows him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, he was married to Gene, and they have a son, and they were uh, Lee, his son, and Earl sheltered in place here, right here in the studio. For like Eric eight, Slick, right there. No. Yeah. A- so um, the three of them are on three songs. Actually, Lee's on four. And there are songs that I re-recorded that were written at our Rock and Roll Girls Camp. So it has a whole, it has rock and roll. It has a little bit of a country thing on the oh. song called Girls Don't Dream. It has everything. And I'm so proud of it. I'm oh, very man. excited. 
Oh, it'll come out on vinyl first. Oh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah, I decided to make it feel special. <laughs> yeah, no, you should. You should. Yeah. And I encourage everybody. I've been I've been preaching your no, no one's listening, but I've been preaching the <laughs> Fanny Gospel. Maybe I don't have the audience that Bill Burr has, but Alex, you're going to get on board too now. Yeah. You're going to yeah. become a disciple and Absolutely. push it on Twitter. Yeah. We love and you Oh, that's so great. And you really, you guys really should come here and visit. You will be completely blown away. It's like walking to a spaceship. I'm doing it. I got invited the other day because uh, I did a little sit down interview thing for this, uh, the Bob Dylan Center that's opening up in Tulsa. They're doing like, there's like a center where all his archives and all his materials are going to be on display. And the guy's like, you should come to our opening in May. I'm like, I mean, this is what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. Is when people ask me to come, I'm yeah, coming. Actually, going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Get out in the world. Yeah. June. Anytime. Dudes, yeah. Well, I, I just want to share, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, because Matt, we I've asked you to come on the show, and you're like, I checked out the show. Are you sure you want me? You get, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a little, it's like a bunch of bros just <laughs> goofing around. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a prissy broad who's in rock and roll clothes. You, know? <laughs> you are down to hang, and you are in the club. You are in our boys' club. Oh, if you want to be, now that I know you. Yeah, June. It is an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for spending a little time with us this morning. And Absolutely. I will. I will get in touch and and show up at that studio door with some some tunes to to lay Let down. Let us do it. Let's do it. I'm excited about that. All right, June. Thank okay. you so much. Have a great oh, yeah. Thanksgiving or holiday, however you celebrate. Yeah. We'll be on on Thanksgiving Day. Don't forget. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what? Thanksgiving Day is, is what? Doing the, the Bill Burr thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll look out for that. We don't need okay. to promote Bye. Bill Burr <laughs> any more than he already okay. <laughs> If he wants to come on my show and promote, that's <laughs> good. No, check out F is for Family on Netflix with the music of Fanny. He got there first. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, June. Okay. Look at that, Doug. That's Bill Burr. How about that? Okay. Oh, that is We're him, technically yeah. oh, first because... That's Bill Burr. She and, was on our show first. Yeah. So we're first. And Earl Slick played on all those like uh, Bowie records in the 70s that yeah. she was talking about. Earl, Earl Slick's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Earl Slick. Eric Slick. Earl. Eric Slick. Earl. Oh, Eric. Sorry. Eric Slick. Wait, no. Oh, I mean, no is that his drummer of Dr. Oh, maybe it's his dad. That's what I'm asking. That's what she said. A lot of Slicks on Oh, okay. There we go. Very slick. <laughs> Grace Slick? No, I'm just... No, uh, wait, I don't think so. Slick isn't his real last name, though, too, actually. I know, I'm just... Let's take a hot header if we have one. Delete that. No, no I, something's going on with it. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what I thought. Wait, wait, there's one guy. I think it's that same guy from Spokane. Let's see. Spokane, you're on the air. Well, there is no stream, but... Well, okay, I'm... Hey, hi, guys. Alex, hello. Jesus. Hello. hello? Okay. Hi. Hi, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this is Matt. This is Matt. Uh, but I've never I haven't heard anybody bring up Lost Boys yet. Oh, you were in that film. Well, what are we going to do? Go through his whole goddamn IMDb? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Jude Millington from Fanny. Uh, I got to say, I'm a massive fan of uh, Ted and Bill's as well. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> just just, stick, just twist the knife. I don't know what the point stuck of that. In And then they just twist it. I don't know what the point of that is. Good on, Doug. <laughs> All right, I'm letting you go. I have Phil Braun here. I want to talk to. I want to talk to. Drop right, this thanks. clown. I'll put you back. Let on, me talk uh, to Phil Braun, and then we'll take a break. Phil, this better be quick. Phil, I Phil reached out to me on Twitter. 
this morning, and, or he didn't reach out to me, he just made a big claim. He says that <laughs> I have never before heard audio from the Let It, from Let it Be, the Let It Be Shut sessions, which are, up. very seems hey very guys. surprising. Hey, Phil. Uh, yeah, I didn't reach out to you. Um, I was going to reach out to TMZ live, and then you said <laughs> come out here. <laughs> So, yeah. You look like you belong on that Catholic channel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. So what but, do you have? Uh, but yeah, so I, I got, uh, you know, there's this big uproar about the Let It Be documentary that Peter Jackson's doing. I don't know about an uproar. Uh, it's just coming out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but um, it's a big deal. And uh, I met a guy who had some footage, audio tape of that session that I don't think anybody's heard of, not even Peter Jackson. Okay, I don't know why you um, assume that. <laughs> well, that's because he told me that nobody's ever heard it. Uh-huh. All right, let's hear it, and then we can discuss. What, oh. Do you want well, to tell us where, where he got it? Yeah, where'd you... Uh, do we need to know that? Do you have it? Uh, I met a guy in Applebee's last night, and um, he came, he had a briefcase, and he's like, hey, man... You want to see what I got? And he opened up his briefcase, and he had like one of those old TAC, like reel-to-reel uh-huh. uh, sure. players in there. And he said, "This is like from the Let It Be uh, sessions." Were you sitting uh, at the bar I, at Applebee's, <laughs> and he just struck up a conversation next to you, or how did that go? Did he, you? I was thinking the same. Did thing. you agree to meet ahead of time, or was it just? A no, re- he came and sat down at my booth and uh, <laughs> just started chatting. Wow. And uh, so you're sitting there so nice glow when it yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, like table for fiction. one and then yeah. he comes in. Yeah. You're sitting well, at a, you're yeah. sitting at a booth alone at, at Applebee's last night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And uh <laughs> like he you know, cause he, I was saying, well, how did you get it? And he was said, uh I did they I don't know if they recorded at this place called Apple. I thought it was like Apple Computers or something. Well, they had uh, their Apple own studio, studio. Yeah, Apple Apple Records. Oh, so the Beatles own Apple Bees too? Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. I think Apple that's the connection is Apple Bees is like short for Apple and Beatles, kind of combined, and then they shortened it. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Right, let's listen to the apparently. audio. Let's listen to this audio, unless there's any. Yeah, more so content. I got I got a few little. He let me record off of that, and I got a couple little uh, clips of this. Pretty amazing. You know, John, we've been beating ourselves over the head trying to come up with a good idea for this TV show. <laughs> Yeah, we've got to do something dangerous or risky. Like maybe put it up on a rooftop and play up there live. I mean, put it up there where nobody can hear us or see us. That sounds kind of stupid, John. Yeah, that's because I'm on drugs. (laughs) Good night. Amazing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I think you got had, Phil. <laughs> no, I think that's I, I think that's a real uh-huh. uh, conversation such that weird, they had. There were such weird pauses between the two guys. <laughs> yeah, what kind of conversation is that? Yeah. It didn't feel I don't. Natural. I mean, they're in there playing, uh, I guess. But um, that's in the trailer for the doc, though. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, these are not going. These main. I don't know if they're in the doc or not. I got another one. You want me to play another one? Uh, sure. All right. Did you pay money for this? Yeah, $200. <laughs> hey, Paul, you know what I was thinking? No, what? Would you ever marry a one-legged woman? <laughs> no, I don't think I would ever marry a one-legged woman. What if I got wrapped up in some harebrained scheme and find myself up on top of a roof playing with a band 
when my one-legged wife loses her balance and topples over the building <laughs> on the street below. Yep, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> they sound Australian. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Learn something every day. You, you paid $200 for those? <laughs> well, for the for the license, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like someone doing a crank. Some doing some uh, a little bad. Get any more? Or is that all? Got, yeah, got I got more. I got like a couple more. A couple more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one was kind of revealing. I mean, this is. Hey Paul, I don't think I have any more good songs to play. Well, I guess that's about it for the Beatles then. <laughs> wow. That's when they broke I mean, up. That was it. That's when they broke that was up. The last time. Wow. They, everybody's talking his... about how they broke up. I yeah. think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Ironically, John then went on to have a solo career. Had lots of great songs. So interesting. Yeah, he was. Uh, that was he. Well, yeah, he did come up with more apparently. Yeah. All right. Um, well. <laughs> one more. <laughs> Say again. One more? No. Okay, one more. We have 30 right. seconds. Okay. No more. <laughs> Take three. Jojo was a man who thought he was a loner, but he knew it couldn't last. That's, that's kind of where I get stuck. I don't have another line to come after that one. Hey, Paul, what if I had Yoko come in and scream at the top of the lungs? <laughs> no, I don't think that'd be a good idea, John. <laughs> I think Paul was, uh, <laughs> Paul's about to say he's going to put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a knife. Wow. That's a base. All right, no. Phil, well, it sounds like you've uh, been victim to another scam, <laughs> I'm afraid. Your hair oh, is well, looking uh, <laughs> stupid as usual, by the way. Did you get a haircut? From yeah. your, it looks a little shorter <laughs> than last time. I trimmed the bangs a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, and by the way, if you're going to sit in front too. of a green screen, why don't you put something yeah, behind know, you? Right? It looks very just <laughs> strange. But it's kind of blinding. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Phil. Good luck to you. <laughs> All right. Let me remind Bye, everybody that uh, we have Take a care, live show coming up in Los Angeles. When is that, Matt? That is December... December 16th. What? Eight. I can't right. do that. <laughs> it's the 16th. You? No, nah, I'm out of town. Get out. No, I'm not. We're going to be down at the Regent Theater. Holy mackerel. Amy Mann confirmed. Confirmed guest. and other surprises that I do not want to reveal. Otherwise, we'll spoil it. Oh, my Maron. God. So that's happening. We're going to take a break. Please Office join Patreon. East this Saturday. Office Hours East this Saturday. Now, Alex is going to stick yeah. around I'm after here. the break. I understand the drill. If you're watching us on the replay, join patreon.com slash office hours live for more, an hour more show. I think Doug's saying goodnight for us though, right? You're going to take off? I got to go to a job now. He's, he's uh, working construction downtown. Yeah. He's got to put that new crypto.com sign up. On oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back after a few minutes with more show, more Alex Winter and your Zooms and much, much more. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. I write just... Hi, this is Steve Harvey, and I want to let you know there's a whole other hour of fun and laughs waiting for you at patreon.com slash office hours live. They're there right now and join for just five bucks a month. 
or 55 bucks for a whole year. You get the compound, the jaw whole, full to our episodes and much more. What are you waiting for? Oh, hey, and let's get down to business at patreon.com slash office hours live. That's patreon.com slash office hours live.